0: Okay, we're starting Rav Samuel Talad, Bezur We're at the beginning, uh, about seven lines down. I'm Bar Kisna Shmuel. So the I was discussing the sugya. We're discussing the Mishnah of Hamiredes Abala. So we said that if a woman is myredes, so then we reduce her k'suba by seven. Those machlekes, which we'll get back into today, seven dinarim or seven tarpeikin Okay, and then we had that if the man is myred, it's three. So we'll get we'll get back to that in a moment. But first. And we went through um, we went through some parts of the sugi yesterday. We're going to continue today, which is what proof is the guy going to have that she was meredas, right? Ostensibly, so she's meredas early on, and then twenty years goes by. She was meredas for a, a, a week, okay? And now there's a bunch. He so he essentially takes a discount on her k'suba, and then he has to pay out the k'suba. So what proof does he get? So the amar Tubi bar kisna amar shmol kaisven igeres mered ala rusa. Okay, so the point is that you would have what's called an Igeris merit. So you would write a letter stating that uh, this woman, or a note, essentially almost functioned like a receipt. Like, uh, this woman was married for X period of time, and therefore her k'suba gets reduced by Y. Okay, but as we're using it here, what we're saying is that there is a concept, so if there's a concept of a meredas, so then you would write an Igeris merit. And if there's no concept of meredes, if, no, if there's no sugya of meredes, meaning there's not a situation where she could be considered a meredes, a rebellious Wife, so then you wouldn't write one. So what we're saying is, mered Rusa. You do write one in an arusa. Meaning, if an arusa, arusa, does not want to, um, she decides she doesn't want to get married. She she refuses. So she holds off. That is considered a meredes, and therefore um, you would we would write an igares mered for that. But in kaysvinigares mered al Shamaris yavam, you don't write one for shemeris yavam. Right, so if the woman, we have to get into exactly what does this mean. You don't write one for Shomer yavim. What is this? yavam? We brought this up yesterday. Right? Let's say she says, I'm not interested in moving forward. Or we'll have to see the specifications. But the point is, there's no concept when we use in Kayser. There's no concept, concept of a myredes when we're talking about a Shomer yavam. That's what we're going to come and discuss now. So, mesve, frek the, the gemar, is a brysa, achas rusa vinisua whether we're talking about an Arusa or an Asua, afilu nida, afilu Khoila, afilu yavam. Well, the Brice is listing all of the women that can be considered a meiredas, and one of them is a shemeris yavam. So Shmuel said, there's no such thing as meiredas by shemeris yavam, and the Brice says there is. Sistira. so Gemara is like Kasha. The we going to have a few different answers. We're going to try to give a few different attempts of what's going on over here. And with that, it'll be, it'll, it will bring clarity, because at this point, it's not really clear what is a Shemeris? Yavam. Meredas from Shemeris Yavam. What is going on? So the Gemara says, okay, let's try. Attempt number one. look Kan Kansha tavahu. Kan tavahi. So let's say, first of all, so if she, if he is tevea, meaning he says, I want to do yibam, And one is, and one b'risa is she. Da'amarav t'chlife dima amar shmol, because we see that, shem shmol, we say, tavahu niskakin loy. So if he says... I want to do yibam, and she's not interested. So, neskakenloi means we will force for him. We'll give him the Agaris marriage. She is, so again, if he says, I want to move forward, I want to do yibam, so then she is considered a Meredes. Tava he a Okay, so the attempt number one at answering it is it depends who is suggesting moving forward. If he wants to move forward and she says she doesn't want to with, uh, with the yibam, so then uh, we'll say she's a meredes versus if she says she wants to move forward and he says he doesn't, there is no concept of meredes or mered in that situation. So the Gemara says, So then the, the, we said, Shmuel says there's no concept of shemeris yavam, no, you don't write a, a gerest mered for shemeris yavam, which is what case, we just said we fit it into when she is tebeah, she wants to move forward with the yibam, then we, we won't write a, a gerest mered for her. Essentially, we won't say this is a concept of meredes. So high mered al arusa If we're talking about as an arusa, if he is being myred, we, he, in other words, she says, "I want to move forward in the Ares and I want to get to nesuin," and, and he holds back and says, "No, I'm not interested." So then we it shouldn't have said al. Oh, we're not writing a nigerus Merid on an arusa. We're writing it for the arusa because we're writing it to protect her. She's the one. If he's being myred, if that's what's, if that's if that's what we're talking about. So, right, she is the one who wants to do yibam, mered alarusa, which would also be true for the second part of Shmuel's statement, which is Al Shemeris Yavam. So we're not writing it again. If she is the one that wants to do Yibam, and the way the reason why Shmuel says, we said, when, when is there a concept of merit that is only that's only if he wants to move forward, but if she wants to move forward, then there's no concept. So over here, she wants to move forward. You don't write any merit. It should have said we don't write any Merit for her, not on her. She's the one that's being teveya. So the lashon of the bright the lushan of Shmuel doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> so the says like Kasha, no kasha, no problem. We can just change it. Tani La Rusa. And it would also be meris Yavum. Okay, so that we dealt with that. However, my shna, but let's again. So we're saying at this point, Shmuel said that. We don't write for Narusa. She is being Tevea meaning she wants to move forward with the yibum, or I, I said, for Shemaris Yavam, she wants to move forward with the yibum, and he says, I'm not interested, so we don't consider that merit. that's not the category of merit. she's not considered, he, he's not considered rebellious, okay, but if he, if he is to do yibum, so then it would be considered. So that, Gamar wants to, uh, let's try to differentiate, why should it make a difference, who is suggesting we move forward? My yabam, de la, zil, mifkadas, okay, so let's see, she says, I want to do Yibam, so what do we tell, what do we tell her? What, what, what do we... We tell her, I don't care that you want to do yibam. You have no chiyav revo. Okay, And therefore, we're not going to force him. That, that would be the logic, right? Because otherwise, why, why should they should be equal in forcing? So what is the difference between a man and a woman? A woman doesn't have a chiyav pro revu. And therefore, okay, then I understand. When the man says, I want to move forward, I have a chiyah peru I want to do my mitzvah, so then we'll force her. And when the woman says, I want to move forward with Yibam, because, well, we can tell her, I'm sorry, we can't force you. you don't have a mitzvah. We'll step in when, when we're, we're dealing with a mitzvah, but you don't have a mitzvah. So then, Zilla miftkadas arusa nami. So then, why should Shmuel remember he was mechalik? He said arusa. There is a concept of my meiradis. Yevam. There's no concept. Meaning, when she decides as an arusa, she wants to move forward. We will step in. We'll consider him a meirid. But by shemer shavim we won't. So the gemara says, well, let's try to look at the differentiation. Arusa nami name So we should also tell her we're not forcing him. Zil le You have no chi of Ella. Okay. So that can't be the answer. So what's going on over here? Again. So we're really throwing this. So so ella bavoya machmas taina. So it's not a pru issue. She's coming and saying, "Look, I want to have children." She's coming up with a taina. We've seen this idea before. But in a chutra I need a cane for my hand, umara and I need a shovel to get buried in. Basically, she's saying, "I need a kid, so someone will take care of me when I'm old, and someone will make sure to take care of burying me." So she could, she could still have a taina saying, "I I want to move forward as a shemir shemim because I want to have a kid." So hachanami. So the like, says, "Okay, well, sorry by arusa." She has a taina, and will force him because she can taina. So that would be the svar. Again, Shmuel said, Arusa, the way we explained it is it depends if she is coming or he's coming. So Shmuel was talking about where she's coming to try to move the situation along. Arusa, we will write a garis merit which means we're essentially, we're forcing him. Why? Because she comes to taina, I want to I have a child. I need a child to take care of me when I'm old. So Frachting then why by Shomer's Yavim, it's the same taina. Shomer's Yavim, she's a yavim, she doesn't have any children. So hachanami, meris Yavim, baboeth Mahmas taina. So here the Gemara says, okay, fine. We'll have to drop off this answer. Ella. So again, answer number one was, Shmuel said, there is no mered by Shomeros Yavam. The Brysa says, there is. Depends if it's him or her. We just slugged it up. It shouldn't make a difference. Okay. And so Ella, okay, really, it's only him. He's coming. So Kasha, we're, so he's coming. And we're, he says, I want to do chalitza. So then the Khan so we're Khan when he says that I want to do chalitza, and she refuses to do chalitza, so then we'll write Nigeras merit. The Khan Li he says, I want to do yibam, so then we won't we won't consider if she says I'm not interested in doing yibam to this guy, we won't consider her a my redis. Tava Lachlitz, Okay, so if she said, if he says, look, I want to, I want to do chalitza. So then niskak and loy, we force for him. Meaning we're going to force her to do chalitza if he comes and says I want to do chalitza. Tavaliyabim ain ein loy. Okay, why? Because because um, it's not tavali ain ein loy. We are not going to force for him. Okay, because like the, like the Mishnah said, like the Rashi brings down the fish, ain miskav and l'she mitzo. Mishnah achreina varmina zil nasev Okay, so basically, we're not going to force a guy, like we discussed this in, in Yevamus and the Gemara is going to really end up with this at the end, so we'll discuss it more in detail there, but the point is we're not going to force Yibam, if we have to force one, we're going to force Chalitza. Yibam is not ideal, we'll get to it, like the Mishnah Rishayna, so the answer is like this, again, The Shmuel who said that t- really it's both times he's coming, what is he tining? If he's Tainas Khalitza, that's the Brisa, then we'll say she's a meredes. We'll force her to do Khalitza. If he's coming to do Yibam, then we're not going to force her to do Yibam. And that would be the way to say whether or not, and, and how do we force? By, by Considering the other person, considering her, so the Gemara says. One second, so when he comes to do Yibim, what's the problem? Why won't we force her? Because we tell him go find another woman. She's not interested in you. Go find another woman. Why are we forcing her? Let's just say to him, she doesn't want to do That's her problem. She's going to be stuck as a shmeras yavam. What does that have to do with you? What's it? Why should it make a difference? Chalitza or Yemen? We should tell him go take a hike and find another woman. She's not interested. Not interested in the chalitza. Not interested in the Yemen. Why should we force her either way? So Ella da Amar. So what? So what's what could his only taina be for trying to get us to force on his behalf to force her to either do chalitza to do chalitza? The Amar, even that Gita be uh, it's not a good look. Right? It looks like I have baggage. I'm gonna I'm gonna try, I'm gonna, I'm gonna test the field. I'm gonna try to go find another wife. And in the meantime, there's a woman who is Agidabi. She's tied to me. I still have to finish up with this woman. Okay, Nobody else is gonna be interested in marrying me. So again, hachanami, though that applies whether it's chalitza or Yibam. So that shouldn't be Machalik. Hakanami achriti. Okay, so that answer doesn't work. We can't be machalik why when if either way he's coming with a taina. Right, what do we say? He comes with a Taina. We had this is our second attempt. He comes with a Taina, and if he comes with a Taina saying, I want to do Chalitza, then we were trying to say that we'll force her. And if he comes with a Taina saying he wants to do we won't force her. We won't force her. And really, it should make no difference as far as he's concerned. Whatever Taina, whatever reason to force would exist by both. So, Ella, Aydi, Ba'idi, Shetava, liyabim. No, that it's not, we're not talking about. Um, chalitza versus Yibam, but rather in both of these. Shmuel, when we said we won't consider a mered when he comes to taina, meaning we won't consider we won't consider it. It's, he's coming to try to do Yibam, but like Kasha, Kan, commissioner Rishena, Kan, Mishnah achreina. That makes a difference based on the first Mishnah, the earlier Mishnah, or the later Mishnah. Okay, meaning what does this mean? Did Tanan Mitzvah Yibam Kaidemes the Mitzvah Chalitza Mitzvah Yibam is ideal when you can't do Yibam, so then you do Chalitza. That was the ideal way it was set up. That was only initially. When the kavana was, remember Mamzer, he said that if you do if you do yibum without the proper kavana, he said, Mamzer. Could be, right? The point is, we see that based on what we said in the second Mishnah, So now that we said that that we're concerned about. This idea that you won't have kavana, So then we said that mitzvah chalitza comes before mitzvah yivam. Okay, so what's the point here? The point is, again, we have Shmuel who says there's no, we're not going to force, we're not going to force, uh, Iger, essentially we won't write a Igeris mered, which means there's no concept of mered where you have a shemaris yavam and a yavam. Now, in, if he says, I want to move forward, Shmuel says, no concept of mered. Which one? That is talking about Mishnah Chorina, where anyways yivam is an ideal. And therefore, we're not going to write a mered on it because, we're not going to force this situation because because mitzvah really our ideal is mitzvah chalitza. That's when Shmuel was going in. That's when Shmuel was going in. But but the b'raisa, which says there is we will write a um, uh, uh, we will write an igaris merit which means there is a concept merit that was in the Mishnah Rishonah when Yibam was the preferred method of dealing with the shemaris Yavam and therefore since that was the preferred method if he wanted to move forward with Yibam we would do it. So the answer to our kasha is again. Shmuel said, Kaisvin where yibam is not preferred, and therefore, of course, we're not going to for- force it. We want we want chalitza. That's more ideal. And the Brisa, which said that we are kaysven uh, igeres mered for shemeris Yabam, that was talking about Mishnah Rishona, when yibam was the preferred method. But now, we, why wouldn't we write a, a uh, why wouldn't we read this in the Mishnah because she refused to chalitza? That, that's not, whether we would or wouldn't, that, that's not what our brysa was talking about. Maybe we would. But the kasha was, we we're trying to figure out when wouldn't we, versus the brysa said we would. We didn't like that, chalitza versus yibam, and to make that the Chiluk, because either way, we shouldn't, either way, we shouldn't. Um, either way, we said, we're, we can't be machalik that way, because both ways, he's stuck. Because, well, because both ways, whatever taina he would have to claim that he's stuck, he would claim to have that he's stuck but oh, so we're not saying that it's a that it's a valid that really it's a valid correct if it's a valid then in the Mishnah point, it's correct the correct correct okay so the Mishnah on Masai plays it. so we said that again so the penalty is if she's my redes, whatever my redes means if she's my redes, so then she is going to have to pay a penalty that was a machlekes. so there's two things going on over here if she's my redes, she has to pay the Tanakama said seven dinner Rabbi Yudas said seven tarpi ikid which we're going to have to discuss. How much is the tarpeikin in a moment here? Okay. If he is myred, he has to pay either three dinner or three tarpeekin If you're the Tanakamo or a Yehuda. So really, if we look at, let's just talk about these payments for a moment here. Seven and three. So the way we're going to break it down is it's one either dinner or tarpeik, depending if you're the Tanakamo or Yehuda per day. If she's myredes, including Shabbos, and for him it's a half per day, not including Shabbos. So the Gemara is going to address. Two, we have to address two points. Number one, the Gemara is going to want to understand what what is a tarpeik, okay? Number two, so essentially, what is the machlech between Tanakam and Number two, why is it that she has to pay or she's getting penal, penalized, reducing her ksuba for Shabbos versus he is not, and why is her penalty for meredas twice what his is? Twice. Per day, and then also the fact that there's no shabbos. So now the gemara says, okay, my tarpeikon. Let's start. I'm also my ikan. What is Rabbi when we said a tarpeikon. I'm Rav Istira. It's an istra. A is a half of those. Okay, good. We know that. Rashi says it's three slum. Okay. Now I've seen brought down other times we've talked about a, um, in summary, I'm definitely brings this down that the Tanakama would when we talked about a dinner that is six slum. So if you want to know what's the machlekes, it's half. Roughly, okay. That according to the Tanakhama, it's six times seven for her per day, so it's forty-two. And according to him, it's three times seven per day, it's twenty-one. Okay. That his penalty, his penalty for being a meredes, what he has to add to the tzuba is three tarpi ikin. So that's nine. Okay. Ma it's nine. That's per. That's per week. So that's a total of nine. Ma vechetzit It's one and a half per day, okay, times six days is nine, because it's three slime per tarpeik. Fine. Let's address our questions over here. Why is it that that if she is a myredes, we reduce the k'suba by seven? Essentially, we ding her for Shabbos. If he is a myred, she doesn't get the money on Shabbos. We don't add. So the Gemara says, What are we doing for him when she's a my We're reducing. So nobody's gaining. All we're doing is reducing what he's going to have to pay. We're reducing the liability. So there is no schar There's no benefit, increased money being paid because of Shabbos. It doesn't even look like Schar All we're doing is we're bringing down the amount. However, since he's adding to the Ksuba, we're creating more money. It looks like somebody's earning money on Shabbos. Come a Sufi, is <laughs> Okay? So now, Amar leh right? And so therefore, that answers question number one, why she gets dinged for Shabbos, and he doesn't, because when she gets dinged, we're reducing, we don't have a problem reducing the money owed on Shabbos, but when he has to add to the ksuba because he is a Myred, we don't want him to add for Shabbos, looks like it'schar Shabbos. Um, Jesus asks, "I, what about Havla? We know this idea that you can get paid for the week and include the work for Shabbos. And the answer is that here, since the penalty is delineated day by day, so it's Be'etzem, not Havla. You're paying for each day. And therefore, it looks like you're paying specifically for Shabbos. by Yosef Ma Okay, in other words, why is it? That's the other question. Number one, she gets thing for Shabbos, he doesn't. Number, number two, she pays twice what he does. So what's the difference? Mishuk Look at a Shuk Sozanis, me as me. Okay, who is the one paying? Who is the one that's more interested? That is, if again we're talking, we're assuming it's Tashmish, that's what we're talking about. My is. So if it's, we're assuming it's Tashmish, so who is the one that suffers more? He suffers more. Okay, and therefore um, the, penalty, the penalty for him is going to be the penalty that he gets paid is going to be a lot more than the penalty he has to pay if he withholds. Dabar acher, ze yitzirbachuts, or a man, hiszar is mibachuts, vize yitsurbifim. Okay, so Rashi says, what does this mean, Yitzrami Bachutz? Again, that it's gonna be more embarrassing, kishuyov nikurmi umizgana. That it's more embarrassing for him because when he is interested, it's more apparent to everybody. Okay, and therefore it's considered more of an embarrassment and therefore she has to pay more because it's more embarrassing to him when he gets turned down versus to her when she gets turned down. However, the Tezis Hered brings a different answer and he says that it has to do with who is Tevas Pepe. In a normal situation, it's the orche of the man to be Tevas Pepe. He is the one that expresses it. So when he gets shot down, it's more painful versus her. She makes some sort of gesture that she's interested and therefore it's 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 not as embarrassing, so to speak, that it's not as express as out there, okay, it's always maybe done in a way where it's a little bit, it's a little bit, um, you know, she plays a game a little bit more, it's, f'nim, it's more, um, she doesn't put herself out there as much and therefore the pain for getting rejected is not as much. Okay, let's move on. So let's talk about Mizayinus now. What does a man have to provide for his wife? We know that he has to provide Mizayinus. We have a bunch of different things. So here's the laundry list. Mishnah. Ha Mishra es ishta So Mishra is a Lushan if he feeds his wife. shlish. So let's say for whatever reason they're not together. He goes out of town, okay, or they're living in separate houses, okay. But the point is, it's is his wife. Maybe he had a bunch of wives. So what does he have to? What does he have? To, what does he have to, so if she's eating at his table, then obviously she eats whatever she eats. So she comes to sit at the. She comes to sit. The servants prepare the food, and she eats whatever she eats. The question is, what happens if she's not going to be eating at his table? What does he have to send her? Provide for her that when she's sitting in her own home, <clears throat> as a married woman, what does he have to provide? So a mishras Ishta shlish. Again, or let's say he goes out of town, how much money does he have to leave her? He's got to give her at least two kav of chitin, or four kav of barley, Barley is not as valuable. Only Rabbi Shmal gave Sairin because he was close to Adam. We'll get into that. Okay, so he gives her half kav, of, uh, two, sorry, two kav of flour or four of barley, maybe. he gives her half a kav of kitniyos. half a kav of kitniyos. Okay, that's some sort of candy or sweet stuff. Uh, a kav of grogres pressed figs. Okay, or, a, or a cake of pressed figs, And if he doesn't have that, so then he's got to give her not just plain food, bread, but he's also got to give her something sweet to eat. So if it's fruit. mita, he's got to provide a bed, mappets, different types of mats, softer or more harsh or more, or more uh, uh, durable ones. Veneysan la la has got to give her a The the masna, he's got to give her something, you know, a belt, provide shoes each yantif. We'll have to see why. To provide shoes each object. and 50 zos worth of clothing for each year. We've had this before, that essentially very utilitarians, the, the sort of society, nothing went away. So, what did they do? They, the way, normal way was to buy the clothes in the winter, they would wear the clothes throughout the winter, or get worn out, and then by the summertime, it was already summer clothes. So, so, you don't you give her new clothing in or the worn out clothing in In the rainy season, meaning in the winter, you give her the new clothing when it's nice and thick, and then she wears it down. And by the way, she gets to keep the worn out clothing once it's completely done after the summer season. He gives her an allowance of a Ma Kesef. Okay, now we've seen this before. Ma Kasaf L'Tsarka. We said this is either, it was a Machal Yislam right. It was either because of Ma'a Seyedah or Tachas Ma'a Seyedah. We've had this before. But Echel And she eats with him Mi Lele Shabbos, Lele Shabbos on Friday nights. V'him ain't la ma Kasaf If she, he doesn't give her the allowance, the kasaf extra, then ma'esiyadah or like we changed it over there, depending on which sheeta you're in, it's either ma'esiyadah shaloh or ma'esiyadah shaloh, or okay, now what does she have to, so there is ma'esiyadahim that the husband gets, ma'i oisaloi. what does she have to do, what work does she have to do for him, mishkol chamesh Shasi shasi Yehuda. So she needs to do the equivalent of five slym, the weight, Mishka, the weight of five slime cheshebi Yehuda shein Esser slime begalil. So she's got to produce like a five pound, we'll call it five pound bucket worth of chassis. Okay, that is going across one way on the weed. That's the more difficult way. That is as es- Esser slime bigalil. So if you want to think uh, for us, one what's double, meaning it's the same thing. It's like pounds, five pounds here, five ki- uh, ten uh, or ten pounds here, five kilograms in, in Canada. Something like that, right? So it's five and ten. It's the same amount, but what we're saying is how much uh, is it that you just use different weights? Or a Mishkal esr slime Erev, the Yehuda, shehin Eshem slime, the Galil. So depending on which one, meaning the shesi was more difficult. So she only had to produce a five pound, five slime Mishkal, whatever, in Yehuda bucket of it because it was much more, or the amount of, because it was much more difficult to do the shesi, the Erev, which was a lot easier to do, so that she had to do, she have to be do twice as much. Okay. If she is nursing, then we hold her to a lower standard. She has to, she doesn't have to earn as much. And so essentially, he gets dinged twice for his wife um, nursing. Number one, he is not going to get as much of her maisei And Number two, he has to provide extra murim. This is all. All the shiurub is shabi Yisrael. But if you're talking about somebody who is of means and of stature, so now, we're going to have a, the Gemara is going to discuss, we said, how much does he give her in wheat? He gives her, minimum okay, so now, money. the Gemara wants to know, who is our Mishnah? So we've had this sugya, in regards to, in Ereven, we had this sugya. And let's just speak out, because there's going to be some math over here, but let's just speak out a couple of ideas. So we know the shear for Erev Tchumen, and if a person wants to make an Erev to extend this Tchumen by 2,000 arms, he has to leave Mazen shtei Sudas, okay? That is the amount of bread that you would use for two Sudas. So the question is, how much bread is mazan shtei Sudas? Or, specifically for us, how much Mazen is there, how much bread is there for each Suda? So let's think about it this way. The woman essentially needs two sudas a day, that's the standard, for seven days. So she needs 14 sudas. So the question is, we said two kav chitin, that he has to provide two kav worth of wheat. That's got to be enough to provide for 14 sudas. So who is our Mishnah who says two kav chitin? We, only, we know two shitas. And who is it? So when the Mishnah says, it's, it's, the Kama Shi'urai. What is the shear for Af Tchumen? Lekol echad veechad. So it's the amount of bread for two sudos, the echad for each person. Rameyer says we go based on how much bread you consume during the week and not on Chabbas. hold Aymar Shabbos. E-mer, we go based on how much bread you consume on Shabbos and not during the week. So they hold opposite. By the way, these two things are not really arguing. It's just a question, the only thing is semantics. The question is, on Shabbos, do I eat more bread or less bread? Well, I know what I do, but the question is, in those days, Rameir said that on Shabbos, that's why he said, on Shabbos they had more dips, if they had more dips, they had more bread. They had bread with everything. If you had more dips, you had more bread, and therefore you ate more bread on Shabbos. Therefore he said, the minimum share, the Hainu mazon l'chol. Rabbi Huda said the other way, which is, on Shabbos, you have all sorts of other good food, so you're going to eat less bread. Okay, and therefore, so he said. But either way, it's the least amount, the minimum amount. Rabbi but let's get to measurements because that doesn't help us with measurements. kikar So it's a kikar that can be bought for a pundin pundyon when there's four sa to a sella. That sounds very very confusing. But let's make let's try to let's try to dumb this down and make this as simple as possible. Okay, so if it's four sa to a sella, so four sa, each saw is six kav. So four askel of gudu. So four sa to a sela is we're talking. Um, we're talking about each again. Each sa is six kav, so it's twenty four kav. So when you have twenty four kav, that's four sa to a sela, offset by, we said kikar lekoch punyun. A punyun is a is the like we'll call it penny. So if the sela is the is the dollar, so the punyun are penny. So how many punyon do you have to a sella? It's forty eight. So what we're saying is when it's four, when it's kikar When it's four sa' to a seller, so essentially when you have 24 kav offset by 48 punyin. Okay, the point is that if we looked at it, so then each, each punyin is going to be how much? It's going to be half a kav. Okay, so we want to know, that's just a fancy way to say, what is the, Rabbi Yechenab says, what is the mazarin of shtei sudais meaning how much bread how much bread is Shtey Sudas? Because, not each sudas, Shtey Sudas, because that is the Shear for Eftchumen. It's a half a Kav. That's a, just a fancy way of saying when, tw- when you have 24 Sela for Kav and uh, Ponyan, right? When you say Kikar but Beponyan MeArba Soyan L'Sela, the Shear, so to just code that, the Shear, the, the proper amount of two sudas is a half a Kav. That means each Suda is a quarter of a Kav, okay? Which means, let's just do some quick math over here. How many Sudas do you need How many Sudas, if it's a quarter of a Kav, and our Mishnah said the minimum you give her is two Kav, so then how many Sudas are you providing her with? If it's a quarter of a Kav per Suda, and you're giving her two Kav, it's eight Sudas. How many Sudas do we need to give her? 14, so we're short, okay? Rav Shimon Oimer, shte Yadais, it's two portions, Le kikar Lakav. Again, also sounds very, very complicated. But when you have three kikars to a kav, meaning when each kikar is a third, so then you provide two of those. So it's two-thirds. So whereas so Shimon essentially holds that what is the shear of a suda? It is. What is the shear of a suda? It's one-third. One, well, really, one ninth, right? So it's one ninth of a kav. It's two times one ninth essentially is what we're coming out. Okay? Now the Gemara in Ervin said that karav liyas elu liyas, the very elu, misquoting the exact words. A quarter to a ninth is a wide delta. It's more than it's more than, right? A ninth is more than is less than half of a quarter. A quarter and a half would be an eighth. Okay, so we know we're gonna have to do some work to this math anyway. That's that's gonna be our starting point. So now half of this amount La base So half of this is the base Manuga That has to do with tumantara. Okay? How uh, uh, <clears throat> how how long you have to wait, meaning you wait kideachilas pras, so half of that amount is kideachilas pras, right? Again, we're talking about how much is each is each suda. So a pras is the amount of time that you would your begodim that you carried into a tame house, if you waited there, the amount of time it would take to eat. Kedeachil's pras is half. Half a, half of that amount. Khadea pras a half a loaf of bread. Okay, so half of the muzzling of a pseudo, so that would be half. The chetzichet, half of a half is liflysal sakviya, that is the shear <coughs> if a person eats in Nevelas oif tahar, so you become tame based on that shear. It's kade's machik basablia. Okay, so that is the half of that. Bachatsichet, the chatzi chetzichetzya, that's the Tumas eichlin which, by the way, is a kebeah. At least according to some shitas. Right? I mean, the, the shear that we know that things become tummy, uh, echel becomes tummy is kebeah. So that is going to be a... That's the chatsi, chatsi, chatsi. Fine. Money. So the point is, let's get back to our math over here. We got about too much in the weeds over there. Money. tamni Okay, so let's get back to our problem over here. We said that each suda is a quarter of a kav, Giving her two kaven. That's only eight sudas. The erib shimin. Now, let's say it's from Shimon that each suda is one-ninth of a kav, so then if he's giving her two kavs, how many sudas are you giving her? 18. Eighteen. Well, you only need to give her fourteen. So why should you have to give her? Who is her shita going like? So, like I said, we have to do some math. Because we said that Rav who it sounds like each suda is a quarter of a kav, is close to one-ninth of a k'av. So that gives us a clue. We don't say it here, but in Ereven it gives us a clue that we're going to, have to do some work in the math. So let's, let's modify the numbers of Revi'ech and Rebre'ka. shlish That we have to give a third to the chemini. Okay, so now we'll talk about basic uh, business merchandising math. Okay, there's two concepts. There's a concept of marking up and margin, right? So if you buy something for $100 and you're a seicher, you sell it. If you mark it up, if you, if you buy something for $100 and you mark it up 50%, essentially, you've bought it for $100, you're selling it for $150, what margin are you working on? You're working on a 33% margin, right? You mark up 50%, you're on a 33 margin. If you mark, if you mark up 100%, you're at a 50% margin, okay? So when we say schlish over here, we're talking about the margin, meaning you mark up 50% to achieve a one-third margin, okay? What's the point here? That... When when the when it has to go through a chenveni, oh, come on, you guys, you Persians know this math on the top of your head. Come on, you're you're like oh, I know what the problem is you don't only work on a fifty percent margin. <laughs> you're like what do you mean? I haven't seen anything in the single digits. It's either five hundred percent margin or it's nothing. Okay, anyway, so it's it's a uh, you're looking at me quizzically with the math. You run a store, what do you? <laughs> anyway, so the point is like this. So if if we're talking about a, a quarter, so we're saying it's a quarter, which means that you'd be able to yield four sudas per cop. well, that's because it's going through a chenveni. But here, he's giving the woman the flower herself. She doesn't have, she's not a chenveni, so she can make 50% more on markup, a third more on margin. Essentially, she can get six sudas instead of four out of each cop, she can get six. Two kaf, means 12 sudas. So the Gemara says, Hakanami, I see plilsa shadi alayu. Well, you're still short. You need 14 sudas. All you did was get to six. So the Gemara says, Oh, because Friday night suda she eats with him. So you can deduct one. Okay, which we're going to have two problems with. Honey, Well, achila could be code, code word. Achila could either mean she eats the Friday night suda with him or she spends the night with him. Amanda <clears> Tashmish, <throat> so that 's number one, problem number one, e- even if you try to deduct one suda, you might have problems, and problem number two is haven. well, you still have thirteen you she need, you, you, you still needs thirteen, and here you 're only at twelve, so no, no, no it 's not a fifty percent standard bread it 's not a fifty percent markup. margin, a third margin, but rather it's a 100% markup and a 50% margin. You're like, okay, fine, now I can live with that. Okay, it's a 100% markup, 50% margin. So the Gemara says, Hakanami Asya Palga Vishadi Alayu. So first the Gemara says, well, one second, which one is it? What is the standard markup for bread? Is it 50% markup, resulting in a 33% margin? Or a hundred percent markup, resulting in a fifty percent margin. Which one is it? How much do you mark it up? So the Gemara says that's not a kasha. Kasha If it's not like kasha, haba asad haba asad cd. Are you a value-added service provider or not? It depends. If you're providing the wood, then you get the hundred percent markup. And if you're not providing the wood, then you only get the fifty percent markup. Okay. So the Gemara says, okay, ihachi. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. So now let's look at it this way. Again, in a place when we, we when did we say that it's a quarter of a kav? per suda, that is, that is where really, meaning a kav only yields four sudas, that means really a kav yields eight sudas. The problem is you gotta, the, the, the shopkeeper has to make his margin plus his wood. But over here where you're giving the flour directly to the woman, so she can make eight sudas out of one kav. Okay, so then the Gemara says, okay, well now you have too many, you have 16, right? So the Gemara says, well, if you're giving two kav and each one, and by the way, this measurement we're much more comfortable with. Again, my check is here that the Larn Eirvin says that the two shittas are close to each other. Well, now, according to Rab Shimon, each kav yields nine sudas, and according to Rab remember, each kav yields eight sudas. So now those t- two numbers are pretty close. That's the karav Elias, Divere Elu, Okay, now, Iachi, but either way, back to our problem over here when we do our math. So now, if each kav yields eight sudas, for her, because she's making it on her own, you now have 16 sudas. So the Gemara says, okay, who needs 16 sudas? This is the Gemara in Shabbos. Okay, so then the answer is, okay, well, you don't really need, you're going to now limit our, you don't, you don't, you don't really need 14 sudas. She needs 16. She needs two per day and four on Shabbos. Well, the problem is now we're limiting our entire Mishnah minimum over here to a obscure sheet of Rev in Shabbos. The Gemara doesn't like that. So the Gemara says, no, he has to provide her six, 12 sudas for the weekday, 3 for Shabbos, and 1 for guests. Now, once we threw that in, Afilu we could even say, our, minute, our right? once we're saying extra, we're keeping backup meals, and she so doesn't have to provide exact extra for guests. So then you can have more guests. Afilu so we can make Rav Shimon work either in Rabbanon or in Rav Chitka. And you're right. According to Rav Shimon, it's 18 meals. You want to know why it's 18 meals? According to Rabbanon, it's 15. Two per day of call, three for Shabbos, plus three for, for guests. And according to Rav Chitka, it would be two for guests. Because he has to take care of her muzzah. And part of that is that the woman, obviously, is, he's sending her food. So she's already eating alone. At least she should be able to have a couple of guests. Now, just one last thing over here. So we said it's two chav chitin and it's four kav of i Rabbi Yis'i like Pasak sa'irin. Rabbi says there's no sirin el be'edim. be'edim who the achlim What are you talking about? You only eat barley in in edim. but kuliyama lo So he says no 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 no. I was talking about the measurement, the ratio. When we said you have to provide double sa'irim, that's only in edim. Like pasuk sa'irim kafliyem to be double of the chitin el of Yishmael. samach la'edim. Maybe Sir sa'irin adumis because really that was very bad and therefore it was a lower grade and therefore you had to provide a lot more okay, to yield something that would be uh, provide sustenance, the necessary level of sustenance.